future. Welcome, everybody. My name is Leveled AF, and today we are talking Ashes of Creation. Is it a scam? Will it release? Is this the best MMO in the Western market? We're going to find out. We're going to go over every single piece that I've been able to drag up because I've been following the development of Ashes of Creation ever since it was in Kickstarter. Um, and there has been some controversy over the years that I'd love to chat about. And on top of that, I want to get your input. So if you're interested, more than welcome to go into the Discord and let's chat. Let's talk about it. Give me your insights. Give me some ideas. Because we have one hand, we have people who say that Ashes of Creation is the MMO version of Star Citizen. Is that true? Maybe. There is a three-year difference on development, but let's be honest here. Ashes of Creation has also been in development hell, including Star Citizen. They have very similar models in terms of payments, uh, a weird release schedule, um, and lots of other kind of funky things going on. On top of that, the CEO... Uh, used to run an MLM before he got into real estate. So there's there's some there's some things we're gonna go over, but we're we're gonna go over what is Ashes of Creation first. So we're gonna go through everything. Uh, before I do that, I want to say thank you to everybody who is here. Thank you for everybody who's been listening. We reached over three thousand listens on the podcast, which has been fucking awesome. So just a big shout out to everybody who's listening at home and everybody's here online. I appreciate you guys so much for everything that you guys are doing um continue to support make sure to follow me on socials and if you guys have any questions or if you want to come onto the podcast all you have to do is join the discord it is discord.gg forward slash crazy af is our discord we're over 500 members now on the way to 600 at the time of this so guys come and hang out but without further ado let's get into ashes of creation i've got a lot of people in the discord who are big fans of mmos I'm a big fan of MMOs. I've been playing MMOs since Lineage 2 was my first true MMO that I really dove into. I've uh, played others outside of that. And, of course, I've played everything under the sun since then. Lots of Korean MMOs, side-scrolling MMOs. Uh, of course, the big ones, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, all that stuff. So I've, I've got a background in MMOs. I, I that's That's my bread and butter. First-person shooters... I never played Cal online, but I did put um uh, what what is that one? RuneScape. I played RuneScape. Played Albion, the the RuneScape, the the new updated RuneScape. Basically, I've played a lot of them. Silk Road. I played Silk Road. I I've played Metin too. I've played a a lot of just weird ones. Lost Ark uh, is a recent one. New World. You guys saw when I was playing New World. We talked about how that burned down in flames. All my predictions came true. <laughs> if you guys want, go back and listen to uh, that podcast because there's two of them breaking down New World and how that shit broke down. When are you coming back to Final Fantasy XIV to mentor me? I mean, I you let me know, brother. The problem is right now, with uh, if you guys don't know, uh, we took a hiatus from the uh, podcast and it's all, it's my fault. I had a baby. So <laughs> we've been busy with what we're calling Little Lev, and she's amazing, and it's amazing to be a dad. I'm so happy. Uh, but, of course, I heard the podcast, but now we're back. So we're trying to, like, tackle every week, trying to tackle some some kind of more topics for you guys. Uh, we've gotten some feedback on the podcast that you guys really like that. So uh, the numbers don't lie, baby. So we're going to talk more about content, more about the games, deep dive into these games, and really get some feedback from you guys. So if you're in chat all the way, if you're listening at home and you want to come and be engaged in the conversations, I'll pull your questions on screen. Uh, more than welcome to come on in. 
was my my XY guy. He's not here today. It's just me. It's a solo podcast. We're solo podcasts. Dang kids. I know. Dang kids ruining the pod, ruin my podcasting, right? All right. Let's jump in, guys. Thank you all for being here. I'm going to try and get to your questions as much as I possibly can. Katie says, we have Savage AF, Miss Little AF, Mama AF, and Baby AF. We got lots of Baby AFs. We got lots of baby AFs. Uh, I'm going to join into uh, my live channel here for the uh, Discord. Let's uh, let's get into it. Um, so what is Ashes of Creation? Let me uh, just start here. And I'm going to go, let's pull over kind of the, the background of, uh, of Ashes Creation. Just to give you an idea of where we're at with the game. This is pulled from the Reddit. So I'm, I'm pulling directly from the Reddit page here. Um, so, so far, it's an MMO that aspires to have a reactive world where each of our decisions matter. An ever-changing story that reflects the consequences of our actions. The top 10 Zion betrayals. <laughs> um, so this, this game, if you guys don't rem- Do you guys remember EverQuest 2? that was in development, they were trying to make another EverQuest that had something similar to Ashes of Creation where they had a node system. So, for example, in a node system, the quests that you do, the 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 gathering that you do as a community will upgrade your towns. And as you upgrade these towns, it unlocks new quests, new world bosses, um, and it creates an environment where you can... Like, upgrade an ever-living world. EverQuest 2, of course, failed miserably. And they had an offshoot game where it was a building simulation game. Like, a survival building simulation they created. Well, Ashes of Creation is taking a a stance on nodes. And they're trying to bring in this node system. Very much like EverQuest 2. Um, Now, it never... It didn't start like that. And I'm going to go over the timeline with you guys. To give you a better idea of, like, what I mean by that. So, let's, let's get into what is Ashes. We'll finish this up first. Um, so they're, they're trying to, this world lives, breathes, and reacts to what the players are supposed to be doing. That's that's their claim to fame. That's what they're hoping for with Ashes of Creation. And actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to change my camera real quick. Let me uh, put on this other camera. And I'm going to oh, fucking, fuck me, man. If you guys are, are, are listening at home, I've got this this giant camera that's like taking over everything right now. So let me go ahead and do that so people can read shit. All right. Uh, so every civilization responsibility of the people who make it and how the civilization evolves comes down to what we decide. If you want a city or marketplaces or the comfort of your own home, it's up to you to build and protect it. If a city is encroaching on your territory, it's up to you to destroy it. Our grudges and wars, our eras of peace, these are real things created by us where each server's history is unique. Now, we've seen this play out in real time with New World. New World, where they have a territory system controlled by the select few, is being abused horrendously by giant guilds who are starting wars in order to make infinite money. We're seeing that live right now, right now, as of May 1st, 2022, that's still happening in New World. Um, So for them to have a node system is super interesting to me because that's going to have a lot of player politics that come into the game, and that's a lot of shit. Sounds like New World with more scope creep. You nailed it. That's exactly it. You, that, you fucking nailed it. That's exactly it. So here's what they're saying is in the game, okay? Let me bring this up a little bit. They're going to have PvP. They're going to have PvP flagging, so you can flag, kind of like Lineage 2. Now, one thing I like about Ashes is that the director, uh, the CEO and director of the game, Stephen Sharif, used to play Lineage 2, and he says he likes to bring in a lot of those old systems. One of those being 
PvP flagging. So for example, if you're in a town, it's a safe zone. You can go outside of a town and you have like a 30 second timer and then you can flag for PvP. Actually, the word PK, aka PKer, aka player killer, comes from games such as Lineage 2 where you used to be able to flag, kill somebody, take their stuff, and then you had a timer that would run down to unflag you. Uh, this would cause bounties, and then, of course, if you PvP flagged, you could actually have a higher chance of dropping your own items. It made it super fun. It made it really scary to go out because somebody who's, like, level 100 could just come over and just murder you any second. Um, so it made for, like, a really fun, engaging content. So I, I like that. They have another thing they're doing called caravans, uh, which is kind of similar to PvP flagging where you have caravans of goods and you either are the ones attacking the caravan or the ones kind of getting away from the caravan. Uh, nodes and castle sieges. Castle sieges is very much like Lineage 2 in a node system that we just talked about. Guild Wars, which is probably going to be castle versus castle. Arenas, which will be like a 5v5. Uh, and naval combat, which is new. It's a lot of they're, – they're adding a lot of different PvP systems in here, and this is where things get kind of crazy. Let's go over PvE. They have open-world dungeons, instance dungeons, uh, raids, a.k.a. adaptive combat content, monster coin events, and also world bosses. So world bosses, open-world dungeons, and raids were very much like Lineage 2. Instance dungeons are more new, and adaptive content, I'm guessing, is when you, like, unlock a city – it unlocks like a new thing that you can do in the area. So I'm guessing, right? Uh, professions, they have uh, professions that are kind of interesting, in my opinion. They have shipbuilding, carpentry, alchemy, fishing, taming, and a whole bunch more they're saying. Um, the big ones that's their, their claim to fame in this game is taming, where you can take two animals, breed them to create a new mount. So you can actually create mounts in this game, which is pretty interesting. Shipbuilding. So I guess for naval combat, they just released this pretty recently about this naval combat and this, this shipbuilding that they're adding into the game. Um, which will be, I, again, I'm not sure how expansive this game's going to be or if that's going to be instance combat. They haven't gone over any of that, so who knows. They're also going to have social games, so they're going to have, like, tavern tavern parlor games, housing, like, in-player in housing, uh, social organizations, social emotes, whatever, right? Role-play interaction systems and marriage. So kind of taking some stuff from, like, you know, Final Fantasy XIV-esque style things. Um so, so far, the current development, uh, they had a pre-alpha, which is an alpha zero. They had Apocalypse, which we're going to get to in a little bit. And then they had a Battle Royale, which is now offline. They had uh, Alpha 1, which has been completed. They have a development, a.k.a. spot testing, is where they're at currently right now. Uh, they're potentially bringing back Apocalypse. Potentially, that's what they're saying here. They still have an Alpha 2 that's to be decided. They still have a Beta 1, Beta 2 that's still be decided, and a launch. Um, Yin says some really interesting stuff. I want to bring this on the screen, actually. Give me a second, Yin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring your, some of your stuff on scene. Okay. Let's bring, let's bring some of this up here. All right. So what... Let me bring this up. Let's bring this up here. What I struggle to understand is that the game does not need this out the gate. I agree with that. And then he goes on to say, hell, even RuneScape had a long enough leveling curve and then added those features as part of the live service. Exactly. It doesn't need to have these things out the gate. It's like they're doing way too much stuff, in my opinion. But this kind of gets to a point later on. So the reason I'm going over all this, it'll make much more sense in a bit. 
Um, so I want to go over more of the introduction here. Um, so they now stopped development on Unreal, Unreal Engine 4, and now they're using Unreal Engine 5. They're going through uh, First Looker Character Creator, which was actually released earlier this month, where they talked about how they're finally done with the con the 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 uh, character creator. Um, they have a pre-alpha 4K available. They have this uh, level 10 boss fight stuff. And this is all stuff that uh, big streamers have also shown off before. Like, they've already talked about this. Asmongold's made videos on this. Lazy Peon on YouTube is another uh, big MMO YouTuber. Uh, has tried and made some pre-alpha footage and stuff like that. So I would go check those out if you want a deeper dive into, like, the combat system and things like that. Um, Ginger says something interesting. Is, so is this game in forever dev like Star Citizen? That's what we're going to talk about today. That's kind of what we're getting at a little bit. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff on the wiki. I'll leave a link in the description of the uh, podcast and also on my Discord so you guys can get a link of what's going on here. It kind of goes over. So the business model here. Let's go over the business model real quick. I wanted to bring this up. So it's going to be a subscription, $15 a month. There's no box cost, and it's co cosmetic-only cash at shop. Now, this will bring in Star Citizen. Um, people... People are basically saying that this game is like the MMO version of Star Citizen, and the only difference is that Star Citizen is pay to win, while people are saying that there's no way Ashes of Creation can be a scam because it's cosmetic-only content. Well, I wish that was true, but here's the issue. It's, it, it still can be a scam, pay to win or not. They just want your money. And if they're pandering... And they're saying, well, we only have cash shop only items and it's only cosmetics. You can still pay us. At the end of the day, they're still getting your money. And that's the point. Of, uh, we're going to have a theme throughout this podcast of things that they're doing that seem to bring that to the surface a lot. You know, where people are saying it's very much like Star Citizen and the same fact that you pay a lot of money. The game is in development hell. It's been an alpha for a while. It continues to be an alpha. And they keep doing these weird design choices and then pandering, like adding things to the list of this ever-growing list of things they want this MMO to be. Whereas it's, it's kind of high-risk, high-reward. Either this game, with all the things it says it's going to do and all of the balancing it will have to do when that's, those systems come out, either they're pandering because they want to show you these things that look cool, feel cool, sound good, and a lot of things that a lot of MMO people in the community want in an MMO, and maybe it does release, and this is the best fucking MMO that's ever come out in the history of MMOs. Or, and what's more likely to me, right now, as we go through this information, it might change, but at, for right now, what's more likely? They have all the, all the systems you've ever wanted in a video game, Right, every system you've ever wanted, and that comes out flawlessly, or they're telling you this is what's going to be in the game, and they're telling you that because they want your money. And that's that's the toss up here. Uh, Yin says game publishers have been rolling gamers for the last couple of years, botching releases, grabbing money, and running with it. Happened with FPS. It's happening with RPGs, and it's MMOs turn. Actually, Yin, that's a great point. And I want to get to that. Um, I think the MMO community, if you keep up with a lot of MMOs and you keep up with development and you keep up with all this stuff, MMOs have been starving for content for a long time. I'm going to go back to the screen here. MMOs have been starting starving with content for a long time. 
the biggest MMOs to date right now. We have World of Warcraft at the top, followed closely by Final Fantasy XIV. You have ESO, you have Guild Wars 2, and you have... It's pretty much the big four. That's the big four right now. Uh, probably some of that. RuneScape's still around, right? But there hasn't been a successfully... AKA, they call it a WoW killer, but I don't think WoW killer is a good term. I think it's stupid because it's subjective. Like, some people like FF4 more than others, right? Um, but there hasn't been really a good, successful Western release of, a, of an MMO with a steady population um, in a long time. And most MMOs that have come over or have been ported over have been shill games that have had cosmetic, just basically loot box game, Korean MMO games. Um, and a lot of other MMOs, such as like Albion Online, New World, Lost Ark, Western ports or Western made games have pretty much fallen flat on their face for the most part. Even Lost Ark, even though it has a lot of people playing the game, there's speculation that a lot of those accounts are bot accounts. So the numbers aren't really potentially true on Steam. So there's there's lots of speculation. And regardless of how you feel about MMOs, it's it's if you look at the development timeline, the amount of money it takes to make an MMO, the amount of effort it takes to make an MMO, and then on top of that, you have to have a successful release. People are, you know, publishers don't want to spend a lot of money on MMOs. And it's been that way for about 10 years. So I think that's important to say that because when Ashes of Creation had a successful Kickstarter and did so well, people are like, oh, this might work out. Like, this is this is like the game I've been waiting for. They said the same thing about Crowfall. Crowfall was in development hell as well. Kickstarter was successful, and people were really interested in the gameplay. And now you don't hear anything about Crowfall. It fell flat on its face. It's... Is ESO still on two feet? ESO is actually having uh, just released its eighth expansion. I mean, it's coming out with another expansion. They're they're apparently doing pretty well. ESO is pretty pretty much doing pretty well. Lost Ark is really big right now. Lost Ark is very big right now. But how many of those accounts are are actually bought accounts? Botting in in Lost Ark is a huge issue right now. It's giant. Um, where the bots are smart enough to run abyssal dungeons by themselves in parties. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So it doesn't know, we don't know if the true numbers are, you know, the, the numbers are true or not. Um, okay, so that's that's the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually uh I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn this off for a second and uh I'm gonna go from the beginning how this game started, how how Lost Ark came or excuse me, uh how Ashes of Creation came to be. Um Yin says, I think Lost Ark is an odd case because it already had a successful with Korea. Uh, so it had its time to find footing. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been in Korea for almost three years. Um, same thing with Black Desert. Black Desert actually came over from Korea and it came out really well. I mean, it was, I think, available for two years in Korea as well and then came over to the West and it actually does pretty good. But Black Desert is its own classification of kind of MMOs. It's not like a general MMO. And I think that's what's important to state here is that Ashes of Creation is a very gen- – they're, they're trying to make themselves a general MMO, like a World of Warcraft, like a Final Fantasy, something that's playable to casuals and hardcore members, to whales, to non-whales. Things like that. They're trying to really create this all in one, whereas Black Desert is targeted to a very specific niche of MMO gamer. Same thing with Lost Ark. If you don't like ARPGs, you're not going to like Lost Ark. You're just not, because it's it's uh, very much the same systems. Whereas World of Warcraft is, is that traditional MMO 
Holy Trinity feel. Final Fantasy the same way, of course, with its own twists, but that's just kind of how it goes. Um, uh, WoW had a botting problem at its peak too. WoW still has a botting problem at its. I mean, it still has a botting problem because WoW Gold has an in-game. It's tied to money, just like most MMO currencies are. Or I think it's multi-boxing, multi-boxing and botting. Both are true. Both are true. Um, okay, I want to go back over here real quick. So Ashes of Creation started as a Kickstarter and actually did great. It actually made seven or uh, three point two million dollars from its initial funding of um of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars so the goal of ashes of creation is to really create this reactive world that's how they sold it initially in the kickstarter the inspiration um has been taken from other mmos again now we've moved over to the ashes of creation dot wiki and we're talking about what they want to do so they want to um they're taking inspiration from various mmo titles and this is kind of where the pandering comes in a bit EVE Online, with its regionalized economy and risk versus reward and transportation, that's one design um, core aspect of the game they really wanted to add in. Uh, They wanted to do a lot of stuff like Arc Age, where it has the building system, transportation, and naval combat. Uh, Here's Lineage 2. They're they're talking about with risk versus reward, castle sieges, flagging, open world PvP, and guild progression, like I talked about, right? Very much like like Lineage 2. And Star Wars Galaxy with its crafting system, which I find interesting. Um, so now we kind of get an idea of, of what's going on. Like, it, they they have these high hopes. Like, the game has these super high hopes that they're really hoping this shit does well. Right? Like, that's what they hope. I hope they hope this shit goes really well for them. Because if not, they're going to be in trouble. So they're really trying to, like... They want to. Uh, they have really high hopes. They have really like tons of fucking systems on top of systems that they're trying to interconnect here and make work in a single game. Um, and quite honestly, on paper, it sounds great. Like I would love to see this MMO. Imagine World of Warcraft with all of these systems: in-game housing, guild progression systems. PvP flagging, which they have flagging zones, and now they did add flagging actually with uh, what was the the not the the two two of them will go, but you had to flag completely, and there's no risk like you can't drop weapons or items. Um, naval combat, extra building systems, uh, you know the, the regionalized economy. Uh, these are really cool concepts. Um. And we've seen some good and bad things with it. Like New World, for example, has a regionalized economy. And they actually ended up going back on that, where now all of the the auction houses had to be linked because there was too much disparity. And it made certain nodes too profitable, which means that the guilds only fought over certain things. And that was it. And they didn't give a fuck about everything else. And so, you know, it sounds good on paper until you start implementing it in real live games so some of these things are cool but i already i already feel like the balancing of these things are going to be a monumental task and that takes me to the next point let me go back to here real quick this is my next point here this is this is where things get interesting so i pulled up a, a, a reddit um from mr uh mmorpg reddit and it says, Ashes of Creation is a scam, question mark. And this is from three years ago. And I want to bring this up because this is a big issue and probably the main reason people are skeptical still to this day, including myself, about Ashes of Creation. 
So, uh, I've been an AOC backer since the Kickstarter and was very positive until the BR stuff started. And we're going to get to that in a second. I made a vid. You may have called what the fuck happened to Ash the Creation. But since then, I've been quiet waiting to see if AOC does anything. A few days ago, I saw a video from Kira TV. And it started me thinking if AOC is really a scam or if I had just been horribly mismanaged. But a lot of the Steam reviews and even comments on my old videos said the same thing. So the sentiment is very true. So I decided to look into it. I define it as a scam if it met two requirements. And this is the this user, uh, it's Ziz, Z-I-Z. The project was misleading, A. And B, the primary goal is monetary gain. So that's this guy's uh, prerequisites to see if it's a scam. Then I filled the list of examples I could think of on the top of my head. So, okay, for under the misleading, what he's categorized as misleading. So it was a Kickstarter for an MMO in the beginning, and then they released a Battle Royale. A Battle Royale that has already been stopped and canceled, and maybe will start up again. But it did have a – I actually have some clips from Shroud playing it, right? Constantly changing timetables. Where they keep pushing back the alpha or they, they only let the alpha in for people who've paid $500 or they've only played the alpha one or if you buy this pack, you might get the beta one or you you know, like you might get game time or things like that. So they have exclusive Kickstarter lifetime sub offered again in the summer. So they started hemorrhaging money apparently and the Kickstarter exclusive lifetime subscription was offered after the Kickstarter. My.com, uh, after stating they would self-publish, so they apparently now are not self-published. This is three years ago. Maybe that's changed. We'll get to that. Uh, Nodes 3 information, told soon, repeatedly, but still not released, shows lack of MMO systems available to show. Silencing critics, Discord bans, Twitter, with no real reason given besides toxic. So Death's Proxy, It's Is, and more have been banned from the Discord in the early days, talking down about it. Uh, Battle Royale was for testing only, but it's not permanent after MMO launch and heavily monetized. So they heavily monetized this system. So let's go uh, even further. So the focus on the money. So their blatant focus on over-monetizing the BR was supposed to be just for testing. So they monetized the BR that was supposed to be only for testing. They had Discord spam pings for Cash Shop, dozens compared to one ping from Apex in six months, which is true. Every single month, there has been a new Cash Shop item since their website was created five years ago. Let me put that in perspective here. Their website's been around for five years, and every single month, a large portion of their development has been selling packs of a new monthly release of new skins every single month. Now, critics say that they're doing this because they're self-publishing and it's costly to run an MMO, which I agree with, which I agree with. Because they got initial funding of $3.7 million and they are thinking that this is going to take $100 million to make. So of course they're going to sell these exclusive packs in order to try and make their game. I, you know, to me, cool. That's fine. Raise the money how you want to raise the money. I get it, right? And of course, Steven Sharif has then said that he's putting a lot of his own money into the game. We're going to get to Steven in a little bit, okay? So email updates are half the sales information. Most flushed out system is the cash shop. Skins costing up to $20. And motors is a different hue. 
intentionally hired a community marketing manager. Um, and they kind of goes on. He says, even after that, I'm still not sure. Yada, yada, yada. So let's, let's first and foremost go over Steven. So the CEO, the director of the game, Steven Sharif, has far exceeded his 750,000 goal and his stretch goal. And they got $3.2 million, right? Um, so they sat down with him. This is from May 4th of 2017. So we're talking literally five years ago, literally almost as today is May 1st. So five years ago, they talked to Steven. They said, to get the record straight, we spoke again with the creative director and CEO, Steven Sharif, uh, to get clarity on the business part, the nature of the game's affiliate plans, and the state of staffing, the scope of the budget, and even some details of the PvP system and the business model. So, um, so the commenters have been some Reddit concerns about Sharif's background, and while some of it appears baseless, Sharif himself has admitted that he formally participated in non-gaming, multi-level marketing business before moving on to real estate. While Sharif has categorized that company as legal, and the fact they have to put it as categorized it as legal, what, what do they mean categorized it as legal? Okay. Uh, detractors are basically saying it was a tantamount to a scam drawing the conclusion that this Kickstarter can't be trusted. Could you clarify the nature of MLM? Okay, so this is from Steven. Now we're reading about Steven. Five years, dang, it's been longer than that. This game's been in development. The Kickstarter was seven years ago. This game's been in development for at least six years. At least six years. Uh, so it's sad to see a lie spread about me. When I was 18, I was recruited to join an MLM company called Zango, uh, X-A-N-G-O, for those who are listening. Uh, sold nutritional products of fruit juice and vitamins. I started a website store to sell these products to customers, and my website was very successful, a.k.a. he made most of his money in MLM, MLM in the beginning. Um, today as a company, and after 14 years, I think, uh, has done over $3 billion in sales and opened to 50-plus countries. Yes, they are MLM. And I understand people dislike MLM because some companies focus on recruitment of people instead of sales of a product. But companies like Avon, Marquet, and Zango really focus on selling a product, which you would find a whole food store or health store. So it sounds like he's hook, line, sinker, thinking this is not MLM. But honestly, we know this is fucking MLM. Like, how'd you get into it, Steven? Were you recruited? Just gonna be honest here, bud. Like, that's MLM. Like, you might be selling another product, but basically, you're just selling a product they bought at a discount, you're reselling it, and you're reselling it to your friends. And then you started a website to sell the other suckers who bought these products that could have bought it cheaper at wholesale. But the company's buying them cheaper at wholesale and then making their own items for pennies on the dollar, and you resell them. And guess what? If you recruit somebody, you get some of their money. That's kind of, it's a fucking it's a pyramid scheme, bro. <laughs> Come on, Steven. Come on. You know the game. Come on, Steven. You know the fucking game. Come on, man. I'm a business guy. Come on, bro. So when I was 24, so from 18 to 24, I began to get involved in investments and also do real estate, which is where I saw most of my success. I'm still involved in those heavily today, but my primary focus now is developing MMO, uh, Ashes of Creation. Uh, and he's, you know, he goes on to say he's been a big, big fan of that and, you know, been playing MMOs and he used to play Lineage 2 and all that stuff, which is great. You know, good for him. Okay. Uh, so they're saying that the AOC staff that has a uh, pedigree, but it's relatively inexperienced casting share the qualifications based on uh, LinkedIn resumes. Um, so he apparently addressed all this. He's basically saying he, he got a whole bunch of people who like MMOs to join his stuff. And then here, check this out. This is where things get really interesting. Check this out. Um, 
Michael Bacon. The guy has been in games forever since the 90s, but regardless of his experience, his stuff looks amazing. He's worked on the first two Saints Row, some of Duke Nukem games way back in PlayStation, among any others. He also worked on nearly EverQuest 2 expansion, which is a lot of them. He's one of the uh, one of our rocks extraordinary experience. Michael Bacon was also on EverQuest Next, a failed node system game. A failed node system building game. A failed Kickstarter game. So you kind of see how there's some, some disparities here already, right? Uh, yada, yada, yada. He's going over staffing concerns. Okay, so how much capital has gone at the game so far? This is, again, five years ago. Five years ago. How much is the whole game expected to cost all told? And does it compare with the recent Kickstarter MMOs? Crowfall, which they're, they're citing here, raised $12 million, which also failed miserably. It's still around, technically. I don't know how they're running the servers, but it just it didn't come out like they said that it was going to, right? So the project's been funded by myself currently. This is going to be a bigger game content-wise than Crowfall, and our budget and funding reflects that. A core viable build that includes all the features discussed about the game will only take roughly $30 million to com complete. Keep that in mind. $30 million. Keep that number in mind. Um, Kickstarter and other crowdfunding we might engage uh, in is intended to add to that budget for additional scope of certain systems we intend to reveal throughout the development. This is five years ago. They quoted $30 million. They only got three. And he said he put in a bunch of his own, own money. All right. And five years ago, again, Steven made another comment about how much money he's he's put in there, how much he's a he, he's he's put in here. Um, so now we're starting to get an idea of kind of where things are going. Now here we go. Five days ago, here we go, here we go. We put a little sub, and I I, I put a little comment here myself. Here, this is what brought me to talk about AOC today. You don't stay rich by spending all of your own money. Five days ago, and this titled the next MMO to look forward to. Um, so people were starting to say they're really looking for early access Kickstarters or, you know, AOC, of course. Uh, the concerns of AOC are with Steven Sharif and the direction of the game. Sharif has a history of MLM, which we know. And as much as he wants to come here and defend himself or shout that he's changed, man, his actions speak louder. Introducing percentage-based payments for referrals and selling egregiously expensive Alpha Access says it all to me. In addition to buttering up streamers on stream to their audience to build hype before the game is remotely ready for it. What he's saying is a direct correlation to Asmongold. In a video, and I don't know, maybe I'll find that video for you guys. Okay, I'm going to find this video for you guys. They made a video of Asmongold uh, character creation, Ashes of Creation. They made a character look exactly like Asmongold on a live stream in order to butter up the streamers. This is what this Macaroni guy's talking He's talking about this shit right here. With the chicken strips. Not going to lie, I honestly don't know what Ashes of Creation is, to be honest. Well, you we can go back and watch the VOD or listen to the podcast. I kind of went over what the game is going to be if it ever releases. And hello to you, Aragon. All right, this is Asmongold here. We're going to watch this clip here. Uh, I'm going to hide my camera for a second. This is Asmongold uh, on the live stream. Oh them releasing Asmongold and a character creator. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about this guy. 
we were playing with the uh, the functionality and oh how, <laughs> how we could get. So they've been they've been having some fun with development. You know, like they've been doing live streams pretty much every month. So to them, to their credit, they are showing what they're developing. They're showing this is their development of their character creator that they're showing off here. Um, and they're kind of taking jabs at Asmongold and Lazy Peon and all the big content creators kind of like, you know, it's marketing. You know, it's good marketing from them. Uh, they're le they're releasing live updates on their website about new character designs and things that they're that's coming down the pipeline, right? So they are being more responsive to what's going on there. The only issue is is that the first, I would say, third, let's just say, fifteen million dollars and the money they spent for the Kickstarter went to a failed BR. Why would they spend the money on a BR and then now they're coming back and they're saying, oh no, the game's gonna cost a hundred million dollars now. The games had cost $100 million. So $30 million was way too low. If you guys want these systems, we need this money. And a lot of this is coming from me, little old Stephen Sharif. But here's the problem with MMO developments. And here's the crux of this issue. Anybody can make a video that shows gameplay. Anybody can make a video that shows gameplay. You can make a video that looks really good in Unreal, Unreal Engine 5 that shows the character creation. Doesn't mean it's real. In the Alpha 1, they only had certain parts of land that you could play on. They only had one castle that they've been showing off for three years that you could go visit. They only had a couple of enemies you could actually fight. They had a bunch of bugs. They didn't have the expansive world they've been saying. They just had this little piece. And it's been in development for five years. And they had this little piece to show off. And they had this little character creation to show off. And they have some caravan stuff that they show off, right? They have these things, but they don't doesn't necessarily mean that it's real. And that's the problem. Because it's not playable yet. There's nothing there that's playable yet. And that's I think that's where people are having problems, man. Because it's like they have an alpha two and they have an alpha one and then they're going to have a, a pre-alpha and then they're going to have a beta and they're going to have a pre-beta and they're going to have another beta. And then on top of that, they're still going to push. If you want to play those betas, you got to pay the money. And let me show you what that money looks like, okay? This is what the fucking money looks like, okay? Let's go over the milestones. This is the milestones of everything here, all right? So December of 2015, they got the first members hired. They designed documentation of prototyping in February 2016. Uh, they have official website was launched in 2016. The official Discord 2017. Kickstarter was crowdfunded and then it was backed by 3.2 million as of June 2017, five years ago, almost five years ago. Right? So May 2nd, five years ago, was the initial funding. And they reached their goal and then some by June 3rd. So one month they ran it. Game production began in June of 2017, so five years ago, four years, and 11 months ago. So they had summer crowdfunding campaign launched in 2017. This is, You're going to see a lot of this shit. You're going to see a lot of this shit, okay? Get ready. 2017, summer crowdfunding. July 22nd, summer crowdfunding completed. September, they go to PAX. November, they raise more money for, for Extra Life. December 2017, Alpha Zero gets released. They go to PAX, GDC. Last year, they, they uh, last purchase days of, for Alpha 1, right? Which is their, their pre-order packs. Let's go over this pre-order packs, right? They have Alpha 1 pack, Alpha 2 pack, Beta 1 pack, Beta 2 pack, 12 months of game time, $180. $150 in Embers, their in-game marketplace items. 
that they have raffles. 100 developers. So as of August 27, 2018, they have 100 developers now. So they went from a small team in three years, they have 100 now. They have, as of October 19, 2018, they released the Battle Royale. So what the fuck happened? From 2017 getting the money, a year later, they make a Battle Royale? And then they shut it down promptly. I'll go over that next, okay? So they raised more money. 60 developers working on Ashes of Creation San Diego offices. They raised another, more money for Extra Life. Announced mutual parting of ways from publisher My Game. So in 2020, now they're self-published officially. They originally kickstarted themselves. This is timeout. 2015, they initially announced that they're going to be a kickstarted only self-publishing game. And then it wasn't for three years, four years later, five years later, bam, click in the house. What is up, guys? Pause the, pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. What is up, dude? Bam, click in the motherfucking house, dude. Welcome to the stream, my guy. Let's see what you got. Apex Legends. Oh, oh, oh. I'm getting to the roof. Ooh. Let's go on the roof right now. Rezzing on the roof. Ooh, uh. Oh! Inside? This is a... What's happening in this clip? Oh my god. What's happening in this clip, bro? It's me, Panda, in the house as well. Oh my god. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Welcome to the stream. We're talking Ashes of Creation today. It's it's getting wild up in here. Guys, if you're listening at home on the podcast or wherever you're listening, go follow twitch.tv forward slash click. Just as it sounds. B-A-M-C-L. I C K. Also, do me a favor and go follow It's Me Panda Twitch.tv forward slash It's Me underscore underscore Panda. Do both. Terrible clip. No, that clip was hype, dude. It got me got me going. You're watching the ALGS playoffs. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, we're we're ripping uh, Ashes of Creation, a new one here. All right. And actually, I'll ask you this: Do you think Ashes of Creation, the MMO, is going to actually come out? Was it a scam? Because what we just read here is the first five years of this game, they said that it was going to be fully funded and kickstarted and run by the CEO and self-published. Yet for the first five years, it was under the my my dot games publisher. So they took all that money, the initial funding, they took all that, and so okay. And then as of October 20, uh, let, me go, let me go back to this, man. Dude, thank you so much for the raid. Guys, if you're on stream right now, please go follow BamClick. Go follow It's Me Panda. Go do both. They're fucking awesome. We love them. If you don't, if you just trust me. Just, it's worth it. Go do it. Just trust me, okay? You're going to like this. All right? So, they, they built, they built the uh, Ashes of the Creation Apocalypse Battle Royale. It failed. They were under a publisher. They got out of it. So for two years now, uh, they made the official ashesofcreation.com. They have the Alpha 1 sales resume as of May 5th, 2021 uh, with the Adventure pre-order pack. They have the NDA was lifted as of May 2021, which we saw a lot of videos of Alpha 1 gameplay. You can go find that. Just look up Alpha 1 gameplay, Ashes of Creation on YouTube. It's wild. Okay. Um, they had the preview weekend that began of July of last year. 
They had uh, they raised another thirty four thousand dollars for extra life. So they they've done some cool stuff. And now December twenty three twenty twenty one, they have announced that Ashley Creation is moving to Unreal Engine five. And now with one hundred and twenty people working as of January fourteenth. I don't get it. I don't get it. So how much is Ashes of Creation? How how much? How much is it? How much is Ashes of Creation? Well, let's say you want to 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 be a Voyager plus prepack order. Play three hundred and seventy five dollars. If you do that, you get access to Alpha Two, access to all future betas, nine months of game time, one hundred twenty five dollars worth of embers. Badland Scavenger, you get this nice little, all these these looks, the scavenger look, where you get a cart, and you get a house, and you get a little minion, and you get some, you get a little mount, you get some money, get a backpack. Wow, looks good. For $375. Who's ready? Are you guys ready to bounce? You guys ready to do that? They had some packs back in the day that were $550. Five hundred and you heard that right. Five hundred and fifty dollars for in-game skins that don't exist for a video game that was a BR at the time that failed, and now they're changing their entire design structure to match Unreal Engine Five out of the blue. So now here we are, seven years later, in development. Yeah, Cat says it, dude. Cat, you nailed it, bro. Here it is. Cat the cat's meow says, I mean, who pays almost four hundred dollars for an unfinished game? You thought that Valorant skins were expensive? Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Their cheapest pack that you can get is $75. What does that get you? Let's get you $75. That's more reasonable, right? You get a little backpack, that's cool. Access to future beta two. Two months of game time, $25, and the Badlands Scavenger hand wraps. Ooh, cool. I'll get some gloves. Get some gloves. So that's what we have now. That's what we have now. That's what we got. And of course, they have these nice wallpapers and screenshots, and they have previews of the March development update of like they they keep doing these updates. They keep making these really cool looking updates, like how how skills look and all these things. But they're they're never actual gameplay. Show me a fucking siege. I've seen you guys ride mounts in one area, but where is the actual gameplay? What does a dungeon look like? What does a siege look like? What does ship to ship combat actually look like? What does the node system look <laughs> oh, like? Yeah. Mama Moo, what are you doing? Welcome to the stream. Oh my god. What are you doing here? Mama Moo, can I get some shout-outs? Moo gang raid. Moo gang. Look at these raiders up in here. Raiders, Moo gang. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Mama Moo. What is up, dude? Raiding. Raiding. We are talking ashes of creation today. Let's Blend. see. Let's see a clip. Ooh, what you got here? What you got, mama? Bite my ass. Oh. That's the whole clip? We biting ass? What's that, what's happening here? So was that, was that the clip? Was that the... That's the whole... Okay. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the stream. Welcome to the stream. Just finished a Sly Cooper stream. Oh, shit. I haven't played that game in forever, man. Oh, my God. That's a great. That's a classic. 
That's a classic game. Uh, Mama. Let me... Let, uh, as a little VOD. Oop. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, that was a good clip, though. Um, Would you like a raid scene? Same thing, Bam Click. Would you guys like a raid scene? Would you like to see a little bit more about uh, how we do things here? Would you Would you like to see the goodies? Actually, you know what? Let's, 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 what do you think? It's your choice, Mama Moo. Bam Click, can I get, can I get a... Can I get a, some some information here? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Uh, Aragon says, People who are desperate just to play the game without even a clue as to when the game would be finished. Not me, though. I'd rather wait for the game to be 100% completed. Yes. I agree with that. All right. Uh, Mama and Bam and all you guys here, we're talking Ashes of Creation. I don't know if you're an MMO fan, but we're going over, is the game a scam? Is it going to be playable? Will it be awesome? Will will it will it be the best MMO uh, of this decade? Maybe we'll see. Let's let's go back. All right, let me show you guys before we do anything else. Take a small break. I'm going to show you guys what's like to be here with Level Day F. So this is kind of me. Good luck. Welcome to the future. You have landed on the Level Day F channel. If this is a channel that you really enjoy, you should definitely hit the follow button. Do it. If you'd like to see Level do a trick, stick around and enjoy the channel points. If you wish to leave a message after the tone, go ahead and type in the chat box now. Who is Level Day if you might ask? Well, he likes to make memes. He's also a streamer. He has a podcast. And more importantly, he's a fucking idiot. What the fuck? So, hit the follow button. And make sure to return in, in the, the future. future. That's me. That's how we roll here. So <laughs> thank you guys again for the raid. Guys, do me a favor. If you're listening at home to the podcast, do me a favor again. I know I've already told you. Follow BamClick. Follow It's Me Panda. And also follow Mama Moo. That is twitch.tv forward slash Mama, M-A-M-A underscore Moo. It's M-U-U-U. All right. Do it. Just do it. My five coins. Oof. Odds are not in your favor, my guy. So, yeah. So, we're... If you guys are just joining us... Um, oh, of course, Mama. Of course. Yeah. We're, this uh, this recording is going to be up on the podcast. So, I will... I'm going to make a podcast out of this. And I'll make sure everybody gets that. And I'll link your raid into the podcast as well. Actually, if you want, you can follow it here. We actually are almost at 70. 70 episodes. Which is kind of crazy. He's a fucking idiot. That part is apparently you like it. That's my voice. Actually, I just I just dropped it down lower. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> if you guys are uh, listening at home, we just played my raid scene. I don't think I've ever played it actually uh, on podcast before. So if you guys listen to all of that, that's uh yeah, you just heard that. So oh yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, do it. Yeah, we we talk about a little bit of everything today. We're tackling Ashes of Creation. Um, I'm gonna show you actually a clip though. This is from Shroud. Um. This is Shroud, obviously. If you guys don't know who Shroud is, he's playing the Ashes of Creation uh, back in the day when it was a BR. It looks kind of good. Like, I would play this BR. You know? I would play this BR. Would I pay $500 to play this BR? Fucking no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is the same BR that ended. This is the BR that, that ended. So just like any BR, it's dropping loot and oh, you just my pick up weird builds. Like you make your build and then you add items to it, which oh, is interesting. Dang. It seems, yeah. I don't know. 
You acquired a horse, you can have a horse. Be a problem. Yep, I'm gonna have to. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. It just, it's just, it's weird to me though. Like this, this game, this game right here is no longer here. This is the only gameplay we see. Is the only gameplay outside of the pre-alpha and the the pre-alpha the alpha one NDA that we've seen before from like lazy like if you look up lazy peon right alpha ashes of creation let's see the development that was four years ago three years ago so let's see what ashes of creation looks like now let's see what we got else on one hand my inventory wasn't filled with useless junk and crafting is more important due to not getting gear from mob drops but on the other hand i it. just focused on grinding the, the mobs game. that had the highest level but lowest hp to maximize my grinding efficiency there was no real reason for me to kill high hp mobs when the xp and loot rewards for killing a low hp mob of the same so he always has a, then hand a, it in There's he does usually a great a few, let's see what he just got here just mobs after messing around with the melee this is the gameplay this is the gameplay yo miss savage you stink you stink almost two years now oh my god you stink. oh my god you stink guys if you're listening my sister is here give it up for the great and powerful miss savage af uh you should go follow her if you're not following her already you should go fucking do it 100 all right so from the thanks for being here miss savage i fucking love you Oh, Bob's here. What's up, Bob? Um, if you got, if you don't know already, the not much has changed from how the game looks in the Kickstarter Apocalypse Now whatever BR that they made, which is already a fucking nightmare, right? The BR was already a nightmare. It already sucked, and that that failed. It, it didn't even last a year, and they they called it like pre, you know, like pre gameplay. It wasn't going to be the full game. Maybe they're just testing systems, how combat looked, how it all felt, things like that, right? But then they had a cash shop, and it was like every step of development has been to raise money. Every single one. From the BR to the initial funding to the packs you sell every day to the multiple systems uh, of alphas, pre-alphas, pre-post-alphas, pre-post-alphas, NDA, NDA, alpha 2, alpha 1, alpha 1, L just... Two alphas, and then we got beta. We got pre-release beta. We got beta NDA beta. We got we got kickstart beta. We got whatever the fuck they're doing, right? They have this development cycle that's unlike a lot of MMOs, and the only other MMO that this is similar to, and I hate to say it, is Star Citizen. Star Citizen had the same thing. Crowfall and the Kickstarter game, same thing, because this is a this is a piece of information that you're all not going to want to hear, but I'm going to say it because it needs to be fucking said. An MMO cost a fucking shit ton of money. An, an exorbitant amount of money. More money than I think any of these game developers, such as Crowfall, Star Citizen, and Ashes of Creation originally intended. All the systems that they want to keep adding into the game is going to cost development money. A developer paycheck for an MMO is upwards of $100,000, if not more. If they're senior-level MMO designers, it's $250,000 a year. And they have a team of 120 people. Just for development cost alone, Macaroni the money is expensive, bro. With the the chicken, chicken strips. Oh. 
Do you think there's going to be an alpha once the beta is done? I think that there's an alpha beta plus a beta alpha plus a beta alpha one, two with an NDA alpha. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> What's up, Bona? How's it going, dude? Um, so here's, I want to, I want to wrap all this up. I want to, I'm going to take all the things. Let's, let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. Fig Psi Delta, bro. This, there's, <laughs> it's Kai Delta. Thank you. <laughs> um, what is good about Ashes of Creation? I love that they're trying to self-publish. I know that's not, it's probably not the easiest way because they have to pass on that money to you as a developer, as, as, as the, the purchaser. You have to spend the money. They're going to keep charging you because to self-publish, it's going to cost them over $100 million to develop this game in, in, in time. So that's, that's a good thing. I love the systems they're trying to implement. They're, they're doing a mixture between Lineage 2 and, and Final Fantasy XIV and Arcage and all of these, the best. Like, it sounds great. Like on paper, it sounds amazing. There's going to be these big boss fights and the map's going to be giant. There's a node system from EverQuest Next they're going to be putting into and like Arcage has. And there's player housing and player lots and expanding worlds that turn into a castle. So you can start as a little town together with your clan and make this big clan castle area and you just own you can have taxes and you can have all these cool things and it sounds like a world you can live in and it sounds like a next generation style mmo it sounds like it it really does it sounds great i would love to play that game i'd spend way too many hours into that game but here's the problem here's the downside it's led by somebody who spent the first six years of their professional life selling you multi-level marketing products and building a reputation and a website to do very well for himself. And they took that money and he put that into real estate development, which is also not bad. Good for him to make money in real estate. But real estate's who you know, and it's how you sell. So we have a salesman who's at the head of this game, which is not bad. Sales isn't bad, but I'm a sales guy. So from one sales guy to another, he knows how to generate income, which is good because you want that. Right? You want that when you're making an MMO, especially if you're self-publishing. He says he's put a lot of his own money into this as well. But here's, here's the kicker. It's been seven years of development. They've had multiple alpha tests, or they only had one alpha test with an NDA alpha test, so that way people could actually play the game. The game is not as massive as they says it is. The systems that they have promised is not there. And they had a failed BR to try and raise money. So they spent the first three years of development of this game raising money from Kickstarters, $3 million, and then an initial investment of what Steven said five years ago, they would need $30 million. They spent that to create a BR that they shut down months later. Anytime somebody criticized that BR, they kicked him out of the Discord, they blocked him on Twitter, they reported these people, Anytime somebody says bad about the game, if, if that's your marketing right there and that's your community building, anybody who doesn't talk nicely about this game apparently gets gets the, the short end of the stick. That's not how you run a business. That's, that's not good for anybody. That's not good optics. It's not good for the MO. It's just not good. So you have a really rough start of, the, of this development. And now 
as of January 2022, they're changing gears once again into a brand new system of Unreal Engine 5. Now, I don't know. I'm not a developer. I don't know. Maybe it's easy to port. Maybe I'm being crazy, right? Maybe it's super easy to port from Unreal Engine 4 into an Unreal Engine 5. And maybe they did that to speed up the process of development, like they say, right? But here's the thing that has been constant the entire time. The, in, the, the one constant in their entire development is that ever since the website was developed and, and kicked off, their number one goal has been generating income. Generating hype, generating income. So I ask you, I asked you in the beginning of this, and I want some replies in chat here. What do you think is more likely that they're building the most perfect MMO to ever hit the shelves? Or they're telling you they're making the most perfect MMO to ever hit the shelves to take your money. And in return, they're having live streams with the same six people over and over again. They're showing you just small pieces of the island that they say it's going to be. They're showing you mounts that they want you to buy. They're showing you combat that's not really there. It just, it, it feels like a scam. If it talks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, the motherfucker's a duck, okay? It's really hard to say at this point in development if this game's even being developed or if they're only developing things that will help them generate more sales. They're telling you things like, hey, we're adding this cool system. We're adding in shipbuilding. On top of that, we're doing ship naval combat now. It'll be great when it's done. You'll love it. Here's a little ship. Here's a 3D model of the ship so you can take a look at it. It's pretty cool, right? Now, if you pay $375, you can get access to that ship in the alpha. Actually, only alpha one. If you pay $400, you can get an alpha one without the NDA. If you only pay $200, you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to play alpha one. You're actually going to play alpha two. And that, that might have shipbuilding, but you might not be able to try it. So you might want to pay the extra $100. So what's $100, right? And on top of that, when the game actually releases, you're going to get 12 months of game time. And you're also going to get the currency, the $125 worth of, of currency. You're going to get that. You're definitely going to get that. If the game releases. Oh, these cool skins that we have as well. Every month we're releasing every month for the same price of $375. You're also going to get that. You're going to get that when the game releases. Your, your character is definitely going to look good when the game releases. That's the problem. All of the messaging is the same. It's all the same. So in my book, after review, after talking about it, after reviewing it for multiple years, after looking at it, after reading through the community, after going through the forums, after seeing the good, the bad, the ugly of this game and seeing live gameplay of when, like last summer, I all I did was watch Twitch videos of people playing Ashes. So I did. I, all I did was watch the YouTube videos reviewing the game. All I did was watch these things to see what does this gameplay look like? It's the same fucking gameplay looped together the same thing they've been developed. There's no expansive world. There's nothing there. They're not showing you an expansive world. They're not showing you flyovers of everything. There's one video of them doing a flyover of one area. Six months later, it's the same fucking area. They're just making screenshots or 3D images of what the game will look like, but they haven't built it out. And now, on top of that, they're changing directions again, which means more money, 
more developers. And on top of that, we don't even know if there's more developers. They're just saying there's 120 developers. Do we fucking know if there's 120 developers? Can we prove this? They don't need to give us a name list or anything like that. But how do we know that that's actually the number of developers? There could be 15 of these people who are making millions off of the community who have been MMO starved for a decade. That seems way more likely to me than this game being perfect. It just does. So so Vaughn says it's telling. It's it's not. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't trust anyone from Kickstarter because I honestly feel like they can trick into believing on what they're selling unless you actually see it with your own eyes. Just say my own opinion on the matter. I agree. I like that opinion. Bob says seven years is too long. I think four is the absolute max that a company can do the practices of ashes of creation are doing. This is beyond scam. This is a fake cash cow. So here's the thing. This is why it is the star citizen of MMOs. Because star citizen has been development for over 12 years now. It also kickstarted. It says it's raised over $100 million. They sell ships for thousands of dollars. The only difference between Star Citizen now and Ashes of Creation is that at least in Star Citizen, you can still fucking log on and you can actually see the ship that you bought. In Ashes of Creation, you are buying items that don't fucking exist yet. You are buying promises to something that does not exist just because they show a video of them riding the mount that they're apparently selling does not mean the game's going to release and does not mean you are going to be able to fucking have that item it doesn't mean that just because there's an alpha showing the same area that they've been showing forever that you can now log on to that looks like shit in my opinion it's the same what can you do in this? Where's the where's the node system? Where's the open PvP flagging? The alpha only showed PvE of, of skills that you can potentially use and items you can potentially get. But if you look at the alpha one reviews, they're not great. Where where's the building? Where's the you know this is it just it irks me, man. It really fucking irks me because I think it sucks. As an MMO enthusiast and somebody who keeps up with the industry, I want to see Ashes of Creation release. I want to see it do well. I want to. I really fucking do. I want to see it do well. I, w I would love to play a game like this. I wish World of Warcraft would build a node system. Make my choices more meaningful. Give me a ship. Let me customize it. Let's have some ship battles. That sounds fun. Let's have some in-game air combat in World of Warcraft. Let's see more faction choices. Let's make those choices matter. Let's create trade hubs. That sounds great. Let's make scavenger hunts. Let's let's do like Arc Age where you have your carts and you can do the carts and you can like you can bring items that sell well here. You can put them on your ship and you bring that ship to across the world and that sells more. And you can be a fucking merchant. That sounds awesome. All of those sound great. But you know who could do those? World of Warcraft, Blizzard, because they're backed by a publisher and they have the funding. Ashes of Creation doesn't have the funding. And what they have done with the funding, they've squandered. That's another problem. People are seeing it as like, well, they're self-published. And they're raising money because MMOs are expensive. I agree with you. I agree with you. 
they're self-published. But what have they done with the money they've given you? What what is what have they done with the money you've given them? A failed BR, a a shit alpha, and live stream updates every single month and teasing content they say they're going to have in game. And Steven, if you're listening, dude, I would love I would love to play your game. But where is it? If somebody bought one of your packs two years ago, how are you going to honor? How many months is that? How many months is, is this is five years? I suck at math. I suck at math, guys. I'm sorry. You guys learned my 60 months, 60 months worth of, of different skins. How are you tracking that? How are you going to deliver 60 different mounts, 60 different skins for housing? 60 different weapon skins. Millions of promises to millions of backers. How are you going to produce that? How are you tracking this? How are they going to ever get this delivered? If the game never releases, and here's the thing. Here's the number one thing. And I'm going to end the podcast on this because it's it's really important. They are under no obligation to deliver this game. They are under no obligation to make this game a reality other than hoping that it gets released. I'm just saying, it's, they, they are under no obligation whatsoever that this game actually has to release. And so your money could have just went to a black hole, to a promise, and that's an issue, man. And I wish, I wish this game would do well. I would love to see a next-gen MMO. Here's how I would fix it. Here's how I'd fix it. Just give us something. If I was Steven and I needed money, you need to make what's called a minimal viable product. Make the game playable. Make it open for alpha testers to play it. Do wipes. Introduce new content. Test it. So when people pay that $300, they can play the game. It's that simple. But you going to development, opening up an alpha, doing all your marketing tricks to get people to buy into the alpha, to play the alpha, and make that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to play the alpha, and then take the alpha away a week later, like, oh, until next time, to you get your endorphin kick, you're not testing the game. You're not testing these systems, you're saying. You're not building confidence that this product's actually going to ever fucking come out. Make the game. Make a minimal viable product. It doesn't have to be perfect. This is the age. This is the age of Steam early access. This is actually a great time. Make your game early access. Say it's not done. It's not where it needs to be, right? But if you want to play it, all those items you bought leading up to development, you can use them now. It's available to you. We don't have much built, right? We don't have a lot built. That's okay. Just be honest about it. We don't have a lot built, but you can make a character. You can try, hey, try these out. You know, we're going to do like a PvP weekend. You know, we want you there. Just be fucking honest. The fact that you're doing this in Shadow is because it makes you more money. And it's very fucking obvious. In my opinion. All this is my opinion. But I think this game's not going to come out. I think this game's a scam. I want it to come out. And goddamn, because I'm an MMO fan. I really want this thing to come out because we need a game like this, but you're going about it wrong.
And I don't think that it's it's stuck in development hell that I don't know if you can get out of. You know, it's more it's more profitable this way. You know, is what it is. Eventually, got kicked from the guild. <laughs> I haven't played in a little while either, man. Uh oh. Alrighty, guys. I think I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast now. All right. Uh, if you guys are listening at home, please continue to listen, guys. We reached over three thousand views. I really appreciate you guys, and I would love to hear your comments. Your content your your woes anything that you heard about this podcast let me know i'd love to debate you if you want to come talk to me about ashes of creation let me know steven here's an open honest just we don't even have to record it bro just me and you talk i would love to hear your plans man i would love to hear them i would love to talk to me anybody in the ashes of creation uh community out there you want to debate me come talk to me in the, in the discord i would love to hear it i'd love it. i would just i i welcome it welcome it so or leave your comments let me know uh, again the discord is discord.gg forward slash crazy af uh you are listening to the less than average podcast and you motherfuckers stay average out there i love you pieces